Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at Walgreens. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Welcome to episode 323. We have on uh, the girls from Tiger Lily, their sisters, and just how their whole story came together. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Here is a clip of Somebody Does from Tiger Lily. enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah? Not that I didn't think I would enjoy it. I just didn't know them. But I really enjoyed this interview, so hang out for that. Top five releases this week. Thomas Rhett has a new song called Slow Down Summer. Yeah, what can I say? We had a At number four, Post Malone and The Weeknd have a new song called One Right Now. At number three, Low Cash, they have a new EP called Woods and Water. And here's a new song called Beach Boys. Let's take the country to the beach, Number two, Dina Carter released the 25th anniversary edition of her album, Did I Shave My Legs for This? There is a new version of Strawberry Wine with Lauren Elena, Martina McBride, Ashley McBride, Kylie Morgan, and Vince Gill on guitar. On the banks of the river, on a well-beaten path, it's funny how those memories, they last like strawberry And at number one, Tennille Towns has a new song called Villain in Me. Check out some new music this week, and let's get over and hear the interview with Tiger Lily. Thanks for having us, by the way. Yeah, sorry that today, and we're rolling, so anything you say can and will be used against you. Okay, great. Sorry, I got delayed a few hours today, and I called Mike, and I said, hey, listen, these these girls want to cancel on me. I get it, but thanks for being flexible and coming up here a couple hours later. You're big stars now, you know? I, I hate to... You know, uh, blow off big stars. <laughs> I was having a minor, med- minor medical emergency today. Oh, no. Are you okay? 
No, I'm not. And that's why I'm still here. I am fine. Oh, <laughs> I like, feel like if I say no, I'm not, you guys are like, man, you really sold out for us. Um, no, but I'm great. So it's good to finally meet you guys. So your sisters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who's the two-year-older sister? Me. Okay. But Kendra. I look younger because I still have the chubby cheeks. Like mm-hmm. I, That'll keep me younger for a while. But Krista is 23 and I'm 25. So Kendra, mm-hmm. Krista. Yes. You would almost think you were twins because of the K's. Yes. And because of the very similar look. Um, and I asked Mike, I said, are they twins? And he said, no. But I could see where people confuse that. You mm-hmm. also can't tell who's older and who's younger. Um, and you sound like, and your, your harmonies sound like sisters. Mm-hmm. Like when you guys sing together, that's a hard thing to, to, to get unless you're mm-hmm. family. Yeah, we, uh, that's a very popular question for us is, are you twins? But just sisters. I mean, I wish we could be twins, I guess. But we, we kind of feel like it anyways. We've been singing together for over eight years and... At this point, we we live together. We have a career together. We are together 24-7, so might as well be twins, honestly. Still living together. Yes. Yeah. Until they kick me out. Her and her husband have a house, and I rent from them, so I'm like, just let me know, I guess, <laughs> when to get out. I, I like it here. We have okay. to get a few number ones, and then you'll move out. Exactly. <laughs> so let me get it straight again, because the Ks are confusing. It's all good. Kendra. Kendra. Krista. Yes, yes and we um, actually have another little sister, Carly. No way. Mm-hmm. Our parents could never Wait, get it right. with a K, though, or a yes, C? Yes, with oh, a K. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's with the Ks? I have no idea. Carly, our younger sister, was Brooke for a while, and it just didn't sit right. So mm-hmm. now it's Kendra, Krista, Carly. And usually Carly is the one who's in trouble most. And so if either of us, like, you know, we're in trouble by our parents growing up, it'd be like, Carly, Krista, Kendra, ah. And yeah, so if you get our names wrong, I really don't care. No, I answer to both, honestly. It's, it's fine. <laughs> is she musical, the younger sister? You know, we tried to get her to join the band when we were starting out, and she hated being on stage, and she loves music to death. She's honestly not a huge country music fan, which is kind of funny, considering that's what we love obviously she says she likes tiger lily though yeah she's a huge tiger lily fan (laughs) which i guess is the most important part but um no she loves music but she would never want to do this your parents are they musical Mm -mm, not at all (laughs) very weird my i mean we grew up going to church and singing in church all the time and our parents always played music around us you know, when we would go to bed at night in the car, wherever mm-hmm. we were at, there was always music. But they, And they put us in piano lessons at a young age, too, so they were always music advocates. But it just was something that came naturally to us. And Kendra loved being on stage right away. She was doing every talent show she could. I think our grandma forced her to be in this Colgate Country Showdown a very, very long time ago. So she kind of got this performing bug. And then I caught up to her and started playing guitar and writing songs. And I'm like, I, this this looks fun. I don't want to be left in the dust. So naturally, I started accompanying her for her shows, yeah. and it was always Kendra and friends. So I, I really <laughs> upgraded in the past couple of years. So um, started learning harmony. I, we listened to uh, all these harmony, big harmony bands like Rascal Flatts and stuff growing up. So learned that, and uh, we've been doing music ever since. Hey, so. big decision to make. Yeah. Her more than a friend. I, I know. It, yes. it, it, I missed it. <laughs> Kendra and friends was you know it had a ring to it, but I guess this works a lot better. So. You know, the I have a comedy duo that we tour pretty regularly. It's my friend Eddie and myself, and we're called Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots, and mm-hmm. Eddie's the, all the Raging Idiots. And it's similar because it's just Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots. It's like Bobby and Friends. <laughs> but that started because I was doing stand-up, and I would headline, and then the Raging Idiots would play as well. So it ended up being on every sign it was a Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots. And so it was like, and he was like, I don't care. I don't give a crap. But I'm glad you stood up and you were more than just a friend. Right, You, you exactly. decided to name the band. Right. We named the band. <laughs> it was a big step for us. Yes. So. <laughs> so as the little sister, do you think you pursued music because you loved music or you loved your sister? I think it was a combination, to be honest. I always loved playing music. And uh, I don't know what made me start writing songs either at the age of 10. Uh, but both. And I'm also, I'm not Super competitive. competitive. I'm not competitive anymore, but I was like, I don't want her. Like, I got to do this too. I mean, we played sports as kids. We did everything. And I was always just trying to beat the older sister. That was all it was. So in this, I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat Kendra's main vocals. So I'm not, I can't beat her in this. Clearly she's got a thing so going. So how do I join? So her? how do I join <laughs> this with a kind of finding my own way and path and my own role within the duo, which is weird because people ask us all the time if we fight or disagree on stuff, but I think we've established our roles from a very, very young age and it's worked out for us. What are those roles? So I'm assuming you are, uh, for better or worse, the lead vocalist yes. of the group? Yes. So I do all, I mean, Krista, every once in a while, she'll take a lead line here and there or do like but a lead for the background. Sake of it. Yeah, a lead background part. But 
I mostly do all the main vocals. And then I grew up playing piano. I don't play a lot anymore just because we're always with the guitar now whenever, whenever we do something. Um, and Kristen naturally just picked up guitar and she's amazing at harmony and can do all the things that I could not do. So it really just meshed so well together. And and when we play, we know we have, we're better at these certain things. I'm better at, at main vocals and you're way better at harmony than I ever will be. And you're better at guitar. So it honestly works. We don't feel like we're stepping all over each other. And I feel like that's why a lot of bands end up breaking up is because it's one like, no, person, I'm better, I'm better. My songs are better. My songs are better. Yeah, it's the like, ego's getting in the way. And for us, we we try to like leave that aside and just do what's best for Tiger Lily at the end of the day. A lot of the great duos know their strengths individually that creates a better duo. Um, I'm really good friends with Dan and Shay and have been before they were the massive Dan and Shay. But you could talk to them Shay sings his face off and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But Dan is the guy that's running the group. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't know that because mm-hmm. Shay's up front, but they understand each other's roles. Dan's producing the crap. Mm-hmm. I say crap in a loving mm-hmm. way. Like he's yeah. on it. No, yeah. He's he's sonically there. And he also knows though that without Shay singing, what he's doing isn't going to be near as good as if it wasn't Shay. Mm-hmm. So you see with duos, uh, Ronnie and Kicks, Brooks and Dunn, like they know their strengths. I think it also helps that you're sisters, right? Like you also have been in real life fights and you probably realize that the fights that you're getting into about music aren't even real, real life fights. No. Because <laughs> it's it's not, you know, blood, yeah, yeah. blood fight. I always say, I don't know. Obviously, Dan and Shay have a good relationship. They probably seem like they're brothers at this point, I would imagine. But I cannot be in a band with someone who is just a friend because we have no filter. We'll go into a writing room and say, hey, we are very blunt with each other, uh, just forewarning, but we just tell each other how it is. And there's no backlash. There's no one getting offended. It's just like, hey, we're fighting for the best thing for the song, for the band. But we are just so straightforward. And our, our rebound rate, if we do get in a quick fight, is two seconds. Like, we're well, back at it. And you've had many years to do this that isn't music related. I mm-hmm. mean, there's something to being siblings. Yeah. yeah. You, you have fought about many things. <laughs> And Don't so, take my clothes. <laughs> yeah, that means you also understand that every fight isn't death. Most yeah. fights aren't death. And if it is a fight that seems like death, you're also going to get through it because you've gotten through it when it has nothing to do with music. Right. So I think there's real strength to you know having a sibling as a partner. Uh, you guys are from North Dakota. Yes. I've, I've been there a few times. I was going to say, where have you been in North Dakota? I've done some shows. I've done, sh- and I have have great memories, but wild stories from North Dakota. <laughs> Really, you have a lot of fans up there. I, I, I love it. It's just hard to get there. Oh, yes. it's so and it's so expensive to get there. And we play there a lot. And like to play a full band mm-hmm. show up in North Dakota costs a lot of money because you got to get everybody up there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. So I have played in a couple of places. I played in Bismarck. Yeah, the Bell. In, right. I played in. I remember Gr- that in Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was cold. Mm-hmm. And here's what I loved about it. I'll do what I didn't like and what I loved because what I didn't like was just how hard it was to get there. Mm-hmm. And we drove forever. Yep. It's a long ways. <laughs> and it's a long ways with nothing in between. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hate it that much. It was just kind of like, should we like to get there? You know? Right. <laughs> but when I got there, I remember I was doing um, I was doing a stand-up show in Bismarck and I was playing a, theater, a, a really nice theater. Did you say? The Bell The Bell Yeah. yeah. Okay, possibly. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. definitely what that's it was. That's the only one. <laughs> okay. And the cr- the people, were they were so, and I'm from Arkansas, so I say this as someone who comes from an extremely rural town where nobody goes. Mm-hmm. Much smaller, though, than Bismarck. I felt like they were just happy that I was there. So happy. And I really could have just went up on stage and sucked, and they'd have just been like, but we still love you because you came to see us. Yeah. And and also, was, I felt pretty good. I, I performed pretty well that night. And I remember f- just feeling such love from that crowd, that state, that area. I went to my hotel and they came and tracked me down to my hotel. And I was like, <laughs> what? And it, and it was this borderline. It wasn't creepy. It was a little bit over the boundary because I was just <laughs> going to sleep. Yeah. But it was a loving boundary break. Oh my gosh. And I remember thinking, I really like these people. They're the most loving people, the most kind people. Um, they probably just wanted to hang all they, night. Literally. They would have talked to your offer the whole night. <laughs> yes. If it would have been, if I'd have been in Boston, I'd have been like, guys, chill out. What's happening here? Right. But I was like, you know what? I like it that they're like trying to hang after the show. There was one hotel across from the, yeah. From the, the Radisson. Yeah. Yep. They, knew, they knew where yeah. I was staying and they were walking down the hall searching for me. Yep. And so I should have been scared, but I wasn't. But it was a very 
loving place where they welcomed me and were just happy that I was there. And so mm-hmm. for that, I have this this great memory, two memories of going to North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. We, I mean, so many times when we introduce ourselves that we're from North Dakota, obviously people always say they've never met anyone from North Dakota and they've never been there. So it really excites us when people actually have been there before and have experienced it. And uh, we played this last weekend in in Nashville and there was a big hockey game where the college um, hockey team from North Dakota was playing at Bridgestone. And so there was a bunch of North Dakotans in town and we were playing at Dirk Smetley's Whiskey Row, um, just like this four hour show on Saturday. And after the show was done, because it was packed with North Dakotans, and we walked in, and we like we were like the superstars that weekend. You would have thought we were was, Dan and Shay. I everyone mean, everyone was cheering because our home state is so supportive of what we do, and it's a big reason why we've gotten to this point so far. And it, it's just, I don't know, it was just incredible to to see that feeling and, and feel that way. But I talked to the bar staff afterwards, and I was like, you know, sorry, I, it was kind of crazy today, like there were so many people coming in and da, da 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 and they were like we wanted to be mad but these people were the nicest people and all they did was drink beer like they were just hanging out drinking beer being Spend the nicest money being nice exactly right. they're like we wanted to be mad but we couldn't <laughs> so when did you two decide that we are going to be a duo and an actual entity mm-hmm. um, i don't know if it was before you called yourself tiger lily mm-hmm. but did you guys sit and decide that we're not going to be Kendra and friends were going to be, mm-hmm. when did that happen? Well, well there was one more step. Yes. So <laughs> it was Kendra and friends. And then, and then it was Kendra and Krista. So I made the bill. I made the bill. And then I guess that four, I was 14. She was 16. And we sat down and said, Hey, we need a new band name because this is just not cutting it anymore. Kendra and Krista is way too clunky. You know, it's just too hard to say. We did not have the luxury of having a Dan and Shay or Brooks and Dunn type of thing going on. And our last name is Slaybaugh. So that was out. <laughs> But we sat down and, hey, we need a new band name. So we came up with Tiger Lily, uh, which was the first flower to grow in our parents' backyard in North Dakota. So it re- reminded us of home, changed the spelling to Tiger Lily for obvious reasons, and uh, literally stuck with that. But we get asked so much, when did you decide this is something you wanted to do? We always loved music, but we never knew we could have a career out of it. It mm-hmm. wasn't something we knew, because North Dakota is very much grow up. Work, uh, go to college four years, you get a job there, you make really good money, stay with your family. That's the culture, obviously. What do you do there, though? Not not mm-hmm. you guys, but mm-hmm. where I come from, there was a sawmill. Uh, people in my town stayed and worked at the sawmill until the sawmill went out of business. And now it's just kind of a, an S show. But it, where you guys are from, what do people do when they do stay around? So uh, we're from Hazen, North Dakota. So our town is basically coal, oil, um, and farming. And farming. And that's really the whole state of North Dakota, a lot of farming oil and coal. Did you guys grow up on a farm? uh, No, we grew up in town. Our dad is actually a respiratory therapist. So he worked at the hospital. So we really had nothing to do with any of the popular industries, but we grew up in town. Our town was 2,500 people. Um, Mm -hmm. So our graduating classes were 30 and 60. Yeah, about the same same size. Um, So we always say we don't, we write country music from the perspective of being from small Small. town, uh, North Dakota, because we never experienced the country southern thing that a lot of country artists do so we try to not write about that as much and more about small town where we come from what we know um just to be real and then we can relate and feel like we know what we're talking about a little mm-hmm. bit more if you're from a town of 2500 people a town that's mostly you know rural mm-hmm. that's as country as anything else is. right exactly we, i think it's funny because we grew up thinking oh we live in town you know we're city girls and stuff and then we moved to nashville <laughs> like oh we are country yeah we are really country actually <laughs> what was uh when i grew up town was a town called hot springs that had twenty thousand people um little rock was the massive city that had three hundred thousand people mm-hmm. um so i mean little rock was like new york city to me in little rock mm-hmm. arkansas what was town, what was the city, like, what was that relationship from where you were and how far did you have to drive? Bismarck was our hour away town, nearest Target, Starbucks, mm. anything we wanted like that. So on weekends, you know, to go to Bismarck was the, the exciting trip. thing to do was the trip where you go to Sam's Club or Costco or whatever and uh, stock Kirkwood up on groceries mall. and, you know. The uh, mall was an hour away in Bismarck. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So everything that we wanted to do would be an hour away. And then Fargo is the big city of North Dakota, which is not even that big. I mean, I think the whole state's population is 600,000 people. So it's a really small state. Um, but yeah, Fargo is like the cool, mm-hmm. hip, up and coming, trendy city. How far to drive to 
Fargo? Four hours. So if we went Oof. to a concert, yeah. like if we went to go see Taylor Swift, wow, you went we'd drive hours. to Fargo and it was this the biggest thing ever. And it was like, we'd go out to eat and go to see Taylor Swift. And it was a big deal. It what, was a huge deal. Would you spend the night? Yes. Four hours of spend the night. Yeah, yeah usually. I mean, there were trips where we would drive back if my dad had, if he was on call or had to work or, you know, whatever. But most of the time we'd stay the night and then come back the next day. So you're, uh, you just said this, so correct me, but if you're teenagers, when you come up with the name Tiger Lily, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been 10 years. Yeah. It's, it's wild that you ke- have kept that name. No, I know. 14 and 16. Because we make it's a lot of dumb years. decisions at 14 and 16. That's right? what I say. I'm like, yeah. we we're still so lucky. <laughs> we yeah. still like that somehow because now we're 25 and 23 and we've still kept that name because a lot of bands go through name changes in that amount of time. Um, so yeah, it's almost been 10 years, which makes me feel so old. And then I think about what we've done in Nashville and we're still so new and we still have so far to go, which is really exciting to me, honestly. But it, it just takes so much time and the hours, the amount mm-hmm. of time we've put in and how much we've learned just by trial and error mm-hmm. through doing it in high school and um, into college and then moving to Nashville and, and all this stuff. Did you guys go to college or one or both? Did you go to college in North Dakota? I went to the University of North Dakota for a semester and then we really weren't doing, well, we kind of were like, how can we do Tiger Lily? So I actually stopped going to college came back home, lived at home while she finished high school, which was... That was a big turning point because I think up until that point, it was very easy to do Tiger League. Our parents would help us out. They would drive us to shows. Yes, we were both in high school and we would do shows on the weekend. And it was Mm -hmm. all very natural um, for us. And then Kendra moved four hours away and it got really hard to do Tiger Lily stuff. And at that point, it was like, okay, do we like this as a hobby? Is it something we do on the weekends? How far do we want to take this? Or is this what we want to do? Like, where do we see ourselves in five years? And Mm -hmm. it wasn't... North Dakota was Nashville. We always had a goal to move to Nashville. So both of you together, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. You mm-hmm. both knew you would come to Nashville. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was always in the back of our minds. And so moving from North Dakota to Nashville was like a big deal. It was, I mean, moving to Nashville is a big city. We knew a handful of people, but we didn't know a lot of people. Uh, so that was a big move for us. But we, I, we weren't really scared because I think at that point we were we so had, ready. We had played every single small town in North Dakota. We'd played every county fair. We even, you know, throughout the Midwest, we had played so many shows and we were like, we kind of had done everything we could. could. So we can either keep doing this, which would be fine. And a lot of people make a great living playing in their state or we can move and, and see what happens. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. The Hyundai Santa Fe becomes available early 2024, so get on it now before all the good camping sites are full. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Were you guys getting a little heat in North Dakota? Like people were like starting to know who you were and maybe you had a little following at 
a, a club or a restaurant? Yeah. yeah. So we did so much North Dakota. We actually, <laughs> side note, we released a song called North Dakota, which Many years it, does ago. Not, it does not exist anymore anywhere. Um, <laughs> just going to put that out there. So don't look it up. But it went viral within the state. And I was a sophomore in high school. And that gave us cred to go tour the, we were state. the openers. If a big act would come into town, they That's would ask cool. us to open. Mm-hmm. So they, they gave us so much trust and credibility. And we would go tour schools when we were still in high school and give speeches and play at, at different schools around the state too, which is a really good way for us to get in front of our own peers and mm-hmm. uh, have people have an ability to know who we are. And so, yeah, we kind of just became the girls. Like if you had a gig or if you had um, you know, an opening slot, call Tiger Lily. So that became mm-hmm. what we did. Allow me to be ignorant for a second. Who else from North Dakota has made it in music or just general just, so like just in general the celebrities are carson lentz obviously football yeah, player playing for the Colts. uh josh jamel actor. actor um peggy lee peggy lee was the last person to be signed by a major record label if correct mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong i think that's right so it's been it's not much so like wiz he, khalifa was born in minot north Dakota. Yes, on the air force base though <laughs> okay well you know with wiz i think of pittsburgh you know i think of <laughs> yeah but I don't know if he claims that, but I do know that. <laughs> I only feel like I can ask these questions with general curiosity and it not being an insult because no, people ask yeah. me the same crap about Arkansas. Yeah. They're like, what comes from Arkansas? And I'm like, well, Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. third baseman for the Orioles back in 19... 19- I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, I, I, so it's, it's pretty cool that you have your state behind you mm-hmm. because that does give you some confidence coming here. But I mm-hmm. assume when you... And I, I know this is true. When you come to Nashville, oh, yeah. it's like... You're starting over. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Nobody gives a crap. Yeah. But there's, we knew that at least, yeah. though. There's a hundred, <laughs> and I say this in the most complimentary way, there's a hundred versions of you out there. Yeah. And you're just trying to gasp for air to find how you're different and what your sound is. Yeah. So when you decide to move to Nashville, do you pack up a truck? Do you, you, is it the U-Haul? What do you do? Our parents helped us drive down. Did Grandma and Grandpa even come? Yeah. I or, yeah, I think our grandma and grandpa and, and mom and dad. It was a whole dad, family thing. We just, from North Dakota to Nashville, drove down. And we, so we were moving to Nashville. And then we actually signed up for college at Belmont and MTSU. Um, and we, like, we registered, registered for classes at both. Because we didn't know really how we were going to get down here and what the way was yet. And then we realized that tuition, since we weren't in state, was about the same at Belmont as it was at MTSU. And then we got some grants to go to Belmont. Um, and things like that. So it ended up working. We, so we both started out at Belmont as sophomores, which is why a lot of people think we're twins as well. Cause we graduated at the same time. So you guys went and finished school then when yeah. you got here. Yeah. We have our music business degrees, baby. <laughs> I Educated. Thought, well, I thought the story was you went, you said, okay, uh, school's not for me. We tried it. We're going to do music, but you came back. I, I, she had to pull me a little bit. <laughs> Kendra cried on her first day of school. I did cry. I was like, I can't go back to this. What am I doing? What are you guys doing at Belmont then? Are you learning? Are, are you vocal? Or we did you- music business. Yeah. Cause we were, I mean, we, we kind of thought we were writing songs so much and doing so much that we want, we wanted knowledge wanted to be able different... to read my contracts and know what it meant, yeah, honestly. in a different area. And so um, we went for music business and got that degree. Finished up during COVID, so we never actually, like, walked the stage. But after— You just finished. Yeah, May 2020. 2020. Yeah. So you're playing as you're going to school. Yes. Yeah, so, so the- <laughs> Nashville looks like—the early years in Nashville, you just really hit it hard because when you move to town, everybody is says you have to do everything right yeah. away. You have to really just network and bust your butt and try to— do everything you can. So we were going to school full time, playing three to four times downtown uh, Nashville on Broadway. So it's four hour sets three times a week to make a living. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to stay in Nashville, you know, and writing three, I guess, three ish times a week. So we had no social lives. I mean, which was okay. I mean, that's how you we met all of our people. But um, that's just what you got to do when you came to Nashville. And there were times we were exhausted and why are we doing this? We're playing all these four-hour gigs, and it feels like no one's listening. What's like the point? That, I feel like that today. It yeah. never leaves you. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm like, it's I'm great. exhausted. Why am I doing this? So that never leaves, <laughs> but you do it because you love it. Yes. Yeah, you still somehow, even when you feel like, oh, I don't know if I can do this another day, then you just you keep doing it. Because what else are you going to do? Because this is all you've known and done, and mm-hmm. what else is still... This is still better than something else. You know what I mean? And we told ourselves when we moved down here, we want to do whatever it takes to make a living off of music. That's always been our day one, our bottom line. Make a living off of music, doing whatever kind of gigs you can, but do music. 
And so that's why we started playing downtown where it's like, hey, we can meet so many cool people downtown because you have people. People don't realize it's all parts of America and other countries coming to Nashville mm-hmm. to see country music. And so you're going to meet all these new people and we got to play our original songs. And yeah, it's exhausting gigs, but we made that work. Put the banner up yeah, so people can follow you on Instagram. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's all worth it. And uh, I don't know. There's just no one straight line to success, but we just did whatever it took, honestly. I think the straight-ish line to success, and this is as cliche as possible, but it's just grinding it out. Mm-hmm. Hard work and not quitting when you should probably quit. <laughs> that is a benefit yeah. for me. No, You're literally, too stubborn can, to quit. <laughs> if you can make it past that point, that's usually when the best things happen. If you start mm-hmm. thinking, maybe this isn't for me, it's not. Mm-hmm. It should be so difficult. You have to question yourself. Yep. And when questioning yourself, you should go, yeah, that's right. I am doing this. Yep. It's, it's stupid, and, and it's, it's people shouldn't be doing this, but I want to do it. I'm going to do it. Someone's going to do it, so it might as well be us yeah. doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So you're, where did you start playing in Nashville? Because you got to make those calls. Yeah, so we our first, our first was, bar was at Nudie's Honky Tonk, so our parents loved that when we called and said, hey, Mom and Dad, we... You know, we're playing at Nudie's. How'd you get the gig? Did you call yourself and like hustle on the phone? I or? don't remember. We had to we audition. Had a, we had to audition, but I think our drummer at the time had a connection there and was like, hey, do you guys want to jump in on this gig? You have to do an audition thing. And so we did the audition. I remember we missed class for the audition. Yeah. In, it was in so In person audition where yep. you two go and play for like four We hours. play the four hour gig. Oh, the audition yeah, they, was a full four yes, hour yes. set. They said, hey, we'll give you a really, I mean, not crappy, but yeah, Monday morning shift. There's no one there, no one obviously. There. Yeah. It's very low risk for them, obviously, if we suck. So but. they're basically seeing if we can play for four hours and entertain a crowd. And they liked us enough to keep us around. And then we played at Bailey's, which is now a different bar. <laughs> I think it's called and, Lucky Bass. Let, me, let, me, stop, <laughs> let yeah. me stop you for a second. You're <laughs> yeah. playing four hours in your first gig. Do you have four hours of material or do you have an hour and a half that you're just kind of occasionally dipping no, back in? No, we didn't repeat songs. We sat down and learned what it's, I think on our set list is 65 songs, but then you take requests the whole time as well. So you at least, if no one requests a song during the entire four set, you can play 65 songs. And right away, you know, I didn't have all those lyrics memorized, but I knew everything well enough to get through four hours of material. Now we've done it so much to where I have most things requested or um on our set list memorized which is crazy because i was terrified out of my mind when we started doing that because we were so spoiled in north dakota honestly we were so spoiled we We did our 90 minute sets paid very well to do our 90 minute sets half originals half covers even half hour opening sets for really cool people um we did have a we had a pretty good attitude coming down there though Mm -hmm. we weren't like oh we're the best thing ever to happen to nashville we knew we were starting over so we kind of had to go back to Ground Zero again mm-hmm. and learn all these songs. But yeah, which actually was a great thing for us. Yeah, did oh, it, did so it make great. you so much better because of everything that you were forced to learn? Mm-hmm. Oh, I even listened to my voice four years ago and like how much more relaxed I sing now and how uh, much I've grown into my voice just from singing all these cover songs. And honestly, just the wear and tear of the voice. I think it's given me some more rasp. I'm like, do we smoke or do we play Broadway? I cannot tell. Uh, but no, it's, I would encourage any artist, you know, wanting to get better. It's a little terrifying, but it, it kind of throws you in right away and you have to figure it out. You sink or swim kind of situation, basically. But then after we did those two bars, we got an audition shift at Dirk Bentley's Whiskey Row. And that's the place where we've ended up and loved just every, you know, not every minute, but that's been a great place for us because the vibe there and the people that come in and it's really just fit what we do um, with the crowd. So we did a Sunday morning audition shift there and then we, they liked us. So they gave us the really late night shifts and then we started to get the weekend shifts and the night shifts. And now um, we still play, we only have a few gigs left for this year, but we still, if we're in town, we'll play Saturdays from like 2.30 to 6.30 because we just... We really still Why love not? to we play. Why not? We can't say no to it. We're like, we can't stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the money situation there? Do you guys make pretty good on tips? So you make, uh, we this year, post-COVID, the tips are literally insane. I don't know what's happened. I don't know if people just want to spend money or if- Or if they feel bad for musicians. Yeah, or if we've just become maybe better or if they, well, I don't know what the reason is, but so you make a little bit off the bar and everyone always asks this, you make like a small, small fee off your, the bar. Your base rate. Yes. But most of the money comes through tips and people just requesting or people just loving what you do. And uh, that's another reason why it'd be hard hard for us to just ever want to give that up because you just you really make great money down there if you're doing it in a right way. 
The interesting thing about you guys here today, and I haven't really had this experience with any artist yet, is that you have a publishing deal, you have a record deal. <laughs> and I, and I'm, again, I'm going to be as complimentary as possible because I mean this in the best way. Yet you're still playing Dirks's Bar. <laughs> yeah! I know, like, you're still doing it. <laughs> you, you have a, are you their manager, their label? Label. Your publicist. Publicist, yeah. Yeah. Even, even, hey, even hoity toitier. Your publicist. <laughs> Yeah, when you say it like that. Yeah. No, listen, I got them all. And yeah. so I know on the hoity-toity scale, you know, that to have your own publicist yet to still be playing a bar on Broadway right now, I haven't seen that. And you guys have real heat on you. I'll say it again because of the direction you're going. You could easily probably just go, hey, we're too good for this right now. We really want to focus on, but, but you haven't. And I think it says a lot to where you come from. I think it says a lot to you have obligations that you're going to fulfill. And... So you just want to keep playing. So I, I actually say that in a wonderful thank way. You. Well, that thank it would be you. freaking crazy if I walked down and you guys are playing. People don't <laughs> even know. They should actually come to a show yeah. because it's not random people playing. It's somebody that you that you can already see big things starting to happen for. Which has been fun because this year a lot of people who have seen us in the past, you know, come down and they say, we want to see you because we know you're going to be done with this soon. And, you know, we probably will be. It is, we always said, we don't have to do Broadway anymore. When If we ever get a uh, record deal or if we ever get a publishing deal, we don't have to do this anymore, but we've, it's been hard for us to totally just cut it off just because it's, first of all, just been our source of income. It's been our source of building fans. It's been so much for us in the past few years that to totally just cut it off, you know, when we did get these deals would have, it's terrifying. It it was terrifying. It was still terrifying and we're still terrified to totally just cut it off, even though we can be absolutely fine without it. Well, it's also not, (laughs) you know, just, Speaking honestly, you don't get a record deal and be a millionaire. No, 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 no. You get a record deal and you have the opportunity to hopefully, possibly make some money, maybe. Eventually. Yes. But so, yeah. but it means somebody's going to spend money on you. Right. They're investing in you. Yes. Yeah. And and that's really the hardest thing to get in this town is for somebody to believe in you and spend their own money in you. Because oh, yeah. that means they see dollars and dollars means they see something you guys could produce for them. It's all the business. But no, absolutely. Yeah. You don't get to be in the business unless somebody believes that you're pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so... You're playing. How many more? I gotta know. How many more of these dark shows do you have at the bar? Do you really uh, want to know? For the rest of the year, we only have three. Okay, three. you guys have to go to these shows. I'm telling my people listening to this right now. <laughs> the next three Saturdays. Yep, next three Saturdays from two thirty to six thirty, and then we honestly, in the new year, really don't know what's gonna happen. I wouldn't so. do any more. Yeah, I do know. If it were me, I wouldn't do any more. <laughs> three, so maybe yeah. three more total. Yep. <laughs> you gotta admit, Mike, that's pretty awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> I, we just don't ha- – I don't have people because we're at my house right now. Mm-hmm. I don't – heck, or even the radio show. I just don't have people at my house who I don't think are going to be stars, have been stars, or are creating stars. And so the fact that you guys – I feel that way about you you two, that you're still playing these shows. Like, people have to go. Mm-hmm. They have to go. I- I'm selling tickets. I should get like 10% <laughs> right. of these tickets. Bobby can do a cover charge at, yeah. the, at the door. <laughs> yeah. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. The Hyundai Santa Fe becomes available early 2024, so get on it now before all the good camping sites are full. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. 
Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. So uh, I do want to play some of your music, and I, I want to get back into your life. I'm very interested in it. But here is uh, track one off the Tiger Lily EP. This is my thing, uh, written by you two and my buddy Walker Hayes. I'm still banking on me because I'm going to keep doing my thing. Come shy, come rain, whatever the weather. I'm going to keep doing my thing. Come love, come pain, never or forever. You know it don't really matter if you like it or not. It is so what? He wrote that with Walker. You two yeah. in the room. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming before Fancy Like was yeah. A thing. Oh yeah. Mike, did Walker open the show for me in North Dakota? Do you know? Oh, was that one Walker? Because Walker was on the road with me for about a year. He came mm-hmm. and we oh, we cool. um, you know, toured, and he was the middle act, and he would get the crowd up, and then I would go and just half yeah. bo- half bomb and half be great. <laughs> but he was always great, and we became really close friends. And I actually was with him this morning a little bit, and he's tired. Oh, yeah, which sure. is which is the best. Yeah, like you embrace, and you two are gonna deal with this too. I mean, he was exhausted. I had him, and we were doing some stuff together. He was so tired that I was like, I don't even know you right now. But but I knew him because I am that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had some parts of my career where it's just been overload, and you're like, you get a lot of things at once, and you're like, I have to do them because I'm working so hard to do them. I'm not gonna say no. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I can I can hear the Walker Hayes little influence in the song too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was our first write with Walker, actually. And we were the first time we had met him. And also the first time we wrote it smacked. Yeah. It was a lot of first. It was kind of like, oh, we're, we're actually getting some attention to where we feel kind of important right now or, and very nervous because yeah. we didn't want to mess it up. We, we, I think we were 15 minutes early for this podcast, by the way, because we're just, you know, we're very timely people and don't want to mess <laughs> anything up ever because well, we work so hard. I, I'm timely. You're yeah. right on time. Yes. She keeps me on time. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, we walk into Smack Publishing and, and Walker's there, and we were already big fans of him. We mm-hmm. thought he was really cool. Um, you broke up with me. Big fans of all that stuff. Um, but the coolest thing about Walker is he had no idea we had anything going on Mm-mm. whatsoever. All his publisher told him was, "Hey, want to write with these two two girls?" And he said, "Sure." I mean, he didn't have to. He didn't have to Mm-mm. write with us at all. But um, we all vibe really well because we don't throw anything away every you know the he has all about the weird ideas obviously weird ideas and lots of words, oh, lots I remember of lots Walker of words. To, i'm like dude you gotta chill with the words man <laughs> like well, we, don't have, we don't have to use every word i can't like, sing yes, this yes, he's yes. basically a rapper i mean yeah. i think one of his biggest influences macklemore he says or something or like yeah that. he loves macklemore yeah. or something yeah but anyways we had such a blast writing my thing uh, we were talking to him just about our story and basically we we're like hey no matter what happens we're just gonna keep doing our thing in music and life and that's when the best things have happened for us so we wrote that story, and also uh, we're in our early 20s, and all just about life, relationships, career, and just all the things you go through in your 20s, 30s, whatever. It doesn't really stop, I guess, at any age. So uh, people have told me from listening to this song. But he is so cool, and uh, we love Walker. We wrote another one on the EP, too, with him. Well, you make a good point. You never actually stop doing your thing, no matter no. what age you are. Exactly. So 50s, 60s, yep. 70s. You'll have a different version when you get older. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The um, remix. The Somebody Does, I know, because I programmed the Women of iHeart Country show. It's a national show that I do, and um, I had put this in as not only that, but the spotlight artist yeah. on, our, our, on my countdown. Thank, so I, you. Yeah, Thank so, you. Thank you so much. So, we didn't know about that, and we saw it from we a like, random radio station. <laughs> yeah. No one contacted no you No one told us, and someone was DMing us being like, you guys are going to be on Bobby Bones, and I'm like, wait, what? I was like, don't get excited about this before I was like, it this is probably spam, and then <laughs> we were like in Cool Springs at the mall eating Chinese food, and- we were like, oh, this is real. And we were so psyched. So That's thank you. so funny because usually what happens is someone, because the countdown show is massive. It's, yeah. it's yeah. on like 200 cities and stations in different countries. But someone from that countdown show calls somebody. I don't know who they call. Yep. They go, hey, you're going to be on. Here's some assets if you want to <laughs> post them. If not, don't worry about it. But the fact that someone just hit you up, like, hey, you're going to be on it. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Like our fans I were was telling us because they heard it on their local station, basically. And they were like, you guys are going to be on the Bobby Bones show tomorrow. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, here is that song, Somebody Does.
You know, with you guys, where did was it social media that made other people look at you that hadn't looked so mm-hmm. so far? Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that you haven't played in front of or the people you hadn't been in a room with? Was it playing music on TikTok where someone said, hey, we need to pay attention to these girls? Yeah, it's I mean, a combination of things. We but. feel like we've been doing social media for so long. We used to do YouTube a lot. Being from North Dakota, you just had to. Otherwise, you didn't reach anyone else. Um, then we started Instagram and Twitter. And then during the pandemic, we got on TikTok because we were just bored out of our minds. And All I really our gigs was, were canceled. We're like, what do we do? I was totally anti-TikTok because I was like, I cannot dance. I can't do any of this stuff. And, you know, we started posting covers that we had learned for literally Broadway gigs and people started catching on. And then we posted a tidbit of Somebody Does, posted it on TikTok and Reels. It actually went more viral on Reels, Reels, which is interesting. A lot of people don't know that they always say TikTok, but it actually went more viral on Instagram. Um, And so that was the most viral we'd had an original song go before. And we, we didn't write it to be viral. I know a lot of people ask, like, do you think about the viral, like the virability when you're writing now? And honestly, we don't at all because that is too much to think about while just writing music. Also, yeah, I didn't want to cater songs to TikTok either. No. I mean, you you can always find ways to market songs after you write them. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was the first time we had really felt a song go viral. And we had, we had, I think we have over 500,000 followers on TikTok now and our Facebook and, and Instagram have really increased in the last year. And that's just all because we've been posting videos of us singing or, you know, my husband will dance or jump in a dancing video of us three doing a stupid dance or things like that. Um, but, yeah, social media has been really great to us. And, and I think about how many shows you'd have to play to reach that many people. And if you use social media in a great way, it can do really great things for you. The first, the, the, my thing, was that the, the one you said yep. that really hit first on social media? Uh, no, somebody does. Oh, was, somebody does. Well, we it. had covers go viral. Like we did Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis and we did landslide people really love the like angelic harmony things mm-hmm. from us so we would do a lot of that um and that stuff went viral and then somebody does was the first probably original to go viral when you get that first viral anything it's pretty awesome it's a little ad- it's addicting yeah because yeah. then you just chase it mm-hmm. oh yeah because you're like wow we just had a video go big like why did it go big what can i do? how can we do this again yep uh, and if we don't do it again, doesn't mean we suck. Exactly. And, I mean, it starts to really be <laughs> yeah. like some, like you're messing with your mind. But when you have something that's original go big, I got to imagine that that is just so much more fulfilling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the first time people were covering the song before it was out. And we really? had never had that. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, we our fans have always liked our music, but never before was it people who had never heard of us. They didn't care if we were Tiger Lily or not. They didn't care mm-hmm. about us necessarily. They just loved yeah. the song. They just loved the song. And mm-hmm. I always say, I don't even know if it would have mattered who put the song out, but um, obviously, luckily, it was us. But we were just so thankful that the song reached so many people. And it was this song particularly because it has such a positive, impactful message. And I think it really, coming out of the pandemic year, especially hit the right time. People are alone. They feel isolated. Um, they don't know if they matter enough. And we just really wanted to give the world a hug, which is what we were talking about in the writing mm-hmm. room that day. Because we were like, I don't think the world wants to hear another love or I was like, I song. cannot do a love, another love and breakup song right now. Do people right even now. care about that right now? I'm like, there's so much going on right <laughs> they now. Do. They, they do. do care about they that. They do. But that day, that's how we felt. So I was looking at some of the people that you guys have written with. Walker, obviously. But when you wrote with Walker, he was an, an artist that was starting to have some roots as an artist, but was known as just a, a wonderful songwriter. Oh, great yeah. dude. Just different thinker. Yep. You know, as far as Walker. But now Shane McAnally. Yes. Uh, Trevor from Old Dominion. Yeah. Uh, Josh Osborne. Like, mm-hmm. these are real heavyweights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first couple times you get in these rooms, are you so intimidated that you're afraid to speak? Or do you have so much confidence? You're like, I know what I'm doing. It's a it's a middle ground. It's nice to have each other. Yeah. For sure. You mean you two have each other. Yes. yes. We always yeah. have each other because we always write together. So that's really nice because being alone in that situation would be... A little more terrifying to me. And our first mm-hmm. write with uh, Shane and Josh was actually uh, over Skype or whatever. So it wasn't as intimidating mm-hmm. because we weren't actually in the same room. But I remember logging on to the Zoom call for that, though. And I was like, Please. I'm just praying I like the song. Yes. I wasn't doubting <laughs> that we would come up with something. I wasn't doubting their abilities or our abilities. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to like the song that I wrote mm-hmm. with Shane McAnally and Josh Osborne because that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And we waited for that right for how many ever time. years? Mm-hmm. Ever since we moved to Nashville. That's who we wanted to write with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did. End- we ended up cutting the song. We liked the song. So hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But 
Who is the coolest, or I'll say most famous person to comment on one of your TikToks? Where you go, oh, that's pretty cool. They just commented. There's a blue check mark by their name, and they commented on the TikTok. Oh, I don't know, but Lady Antebellum followed us the other day, so that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, stuff like that. I mean, we... I commented, Well, we were part of this 615 house early on, and all the celebrities were like, Keith Urban shared our stuff, Little Big Town shared the stuff. Um, So we got a lot of attention from that. Mm -hmm. Is there... In that 615 house, and I've gotten to know, not closely, but mm-hmm. through some things like this, Ashley Cook, mm-hmm. that's her name, right? Yep. Ashley Cook, make sure I'm getting the names right. Yep. Um, Priscilla Block for maybe a little bit. Yep. What is that like with all of you there at the same time? Or, again, are you all fighting for error on that account? So none of us really knew what we were doing when we started it. A- Ashley and uh, Chris who was the other guy who kind of started it. And who's Chris? Chris Rudiger. He's just a, a, kind of a new artist is here Is he in still town. doing that thing? None of, no, no one is that, really. Is that dissolved? It's not dissolved. The main group that did it, we it was, never really get together It anymore. was kind of like we were all had so much time in pandemic. We all would meet and just make cool cover videos mm-hmm. together. And then everyone got really busy, basically, yeah. which was great. You know, everyone's doing their own thing, their own solo It was really thing. fun for a while mm-hmm. it lasted, but we don't know. We haven't done it so yeah, exactly. I, I noticed you guys hadn't done it either. Yeah. And I think it's probably um, you get in, you learn, you go, okay, this was cool. Yeah. Now let me go do a thing. And yeah. we met really great people through it. I mean, honestly. We, still talk, we talk to each other all the time. We text the, the people in the group and the artists, and we keep up and encourage everyone, you know, on what whatever everyone's doing and things like that. So that's fun. Uh, it wasn't, I really didn't feel like it was everyone fighting for the camera. It was everyone no. just kind of chilling, having a good time, getting to know each other sort of thing. I, let's see, the, the 615 house was based off the LA thing, right? Was it like yeah. a national version of that? So TikTok, and I still am kind of figuring this out, even though I, we were in it. On TikTok, there's houses. So there's in LA, they have certain houses that really famous TikTokers go to and create content, or like the hype house or something. Yeah, like that's that. the one I'm thinking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, And so Ashley and Chris had this idea for the six one five house, which would be like Nash- the Nashville house, where mm-hmm. up and coming people who were bigger on TikTok could come together and collaborate. Basically, well, I don't know if it matters. To you. I don't really consider you guys part of the six one five house. I don't Thank know if it matters. You. To that's you. fine. No, yeah. that's yeah. yeah. I, I knew that you got when I was like looking over some notes. I was like, oh yeah, I guess they did have a part in that. But I don't really consider you guys part of that foundation. Uh, Good or bad. Yeah, no, no, no. It was just kind of, it was super fun for while we did it. And, uh, you know, we'll always kind of be a part of it, I guess, Mm -hmm. but we haven't been able to do it for a while. So. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. The Hyundai Santa Fe becomes available early 2024, so get on it now before all the good camping sites are full. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You guys are both in your 20s. When I say mm-hmm. Travis Barker, okay, what do you think of? Well, now Kourtney Kardashian, but I know that's the really <laughs> cliche. Is it Blink-182? 
Yeah. But, but yeah, <laughs> but this is the this is the thing that I have with with my wife, and she's 29, and she doesn't know Travis Barker from Blink 182. It's just a generation thing. She's yep. like, I know it, Travis Barker from Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> I know. I was like, I shouldn't say that. But. No, but do you? Do, how do you know Travis Barker? Is it Courtney Kardashian? Well, I mean, I knew his name, but yeah. now I've just seen him in the news so much lately because of that. So that's the most recent memory of him. <laughs> People compare you mostly to whom? Um, the Dixie Chicks, probably. Because everybody Actually. gets compared. Well, everybody knew gets compared to yeah. somebody older. I mean, we don't really sound like the Dixie Chicks, but definitely like the vibe when we play. Um, and Live just like especially. that energy is something we definitely want to have in our career. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great, great compliment. Um, and then, and sometimes Sugarland, just because I have more of an alto voice uh, and I listened to Jennifer Nettles growing up so much. So Sugarland, a little bit J- Jennifer Nettles, you don't sound like Christian Bush, <laughs> by yeah. the way. Um, mm-hmm. But Sugarland, Dixie Chicks are, I'm trying know, to think You what know else. what's surprising is we actually don't get compared to Maddie and Tay at all. Obviously, they've been crushing it for the mm-hmm. last six or seven years. And uh, I've actually never met them. They seem lo- like they're lovely people. Lovely, yeah, lovely they seem people. Very lovely. The lo- they, they, they don't like you guys, but they are lovely. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, because obviously it's what you you know worry a little about is you know we're both girl duos and are people going to compare us against each other? And it's been actually really nice because I think we have such different sounds, um, just sonically. Mm-hmm. And but yeah. I think it's I like there's, to meet there's so much more room. I always say this too. It's like, why does there have to be one girl duo? There's so much more room for all the girl duos or whatever. So, but yeah, mostly Dixie Chicks. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know. If people, yeah. st- the Maddie and Tate comparison, yeah. I, I haven't heard it. I understand. I get it when you say that. If people start comparing you to Maddie and Tay, that's awesome because that means they're comparing you to people that have made it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we've gotten that like a couple of times. I just say, thank you. I mean, what else am I supposed to say? It's and then you great. grow, then you grow your direction. Like yeah. it's awesome to be compared to somebody who is known enough to be compared to. Yeah, exactly. No, great. Yeah. Uh, you guys did The Young and the Restless as your <laughs> as your first major TV yes. yes. Yeah, our first time in LA was doing that. What do you do? So so we played our EP songs for the Sony Sync department out of LA. So Which this is- Sony Sync, by the way, for our people listening, it's like for TV and movies, yes. they try to play songs and shows. Yes. Yeah, commercials. So we were like expecting maybe one of our songs to be played somewhere, but instead after that meeting- um, one of the ladies, Abby, said she, there's this thing I could cast you guys in for The Young and the Restless, the soap opera. Would would that be something y'all would like? And we've never really acted. I mean, we've done stuff in school plays in Are high you school. acted in the show too? Oh, yeah. We had mm-hmm. lines and everything. Oh, yeah. It was a whole scene. So so we actually got the part, which was something I'd, I thought we were going to be casted for and not actually get it. You know how this industry is like, okay, maybe that'll happen. Sure. Maybe not. We could so. be on a soap opera. Sure. It's not going to happen. For yeah. Sure, so know? we, we did get the parts and we flew to LA and we had just one little thing. I mean, it wasn't like this whole episode, but we had lines that we had to memorize. Do you remember your line? Uh, we love hearing that our songs mean so much to our fans or something you know, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but they cast us as tiger lily yes. in the young and the restless. So they wrote in our characters as a girl from the show was a huge tiger lily fan. So we surprised her in a mm-hmm. coffee shop. And then cool. talk yeah. to her and sing. We gotta sing too. It, all, it also makes people think that you're a bigger. Exactly. No offense, a bigger deal than you no, really absolutely. are. Absolutely. Like, yeah. She's a huge fan of Tiger Lily. Why, why aren't I? You mm-hmm. know. And then they said they've had Jewel and Katy Perry and Lionel Richie and all these really famous people in the show. And I'm like, uh, how did we get this? <laughs> and you sang acapella on the show. Yeah. What, we, uh, what'd you sing? We sang "Dig Yourself," the song we wrote with Shane and, and Josh and Trevor. Um, and we just, you know, because you always do that when you're in a coffee shop with someone, you just burst. Like, would out you into, like the line was? Would you like to hear one of our a sneak preview of one of our new songs? I know you really dig yeah. yourself. Yeah. And I didn't even have my guitar. It was full on like snaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here is some of "Dig Yourself." This is actually from the Young and the Rest. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. So what's the next? Obviously, we're getting into the holidays, so that it's kind of a checkout time mm-hmm. in this town. Uh, but like, what's the plan for next year? Do you guys have? I mean, we've been writing a lot lately. I feel like we definitely go in seasons of full-on promo, new music releasing, and now um, 
we still have some fun stuff coming for the holidays, actually, which is exciting because we never fully stop. Um, but we are just writing a lot and hopefully into the studio again with project number two next year. I mean, we don't have a date set or anything. And um, thankfully, I think hopefully Shane will produce again. We we love that guy and it's been so fun working with him. And um, I listened to actually the podcast that you did with Shane four long, years long ago. Long time ago, yeah. Yeah, I listened to that this morning and I was like, I just feel like this is what I should listen to. And uh, it was just fun hearing he only had Caitlin and Walker at that time. And uh, we're now with him and this label. And it's just, it's really fun. So I, I did reminisce on that this morning. Well, And Caitlin and Walker are my favorites. Both They're of incredible. Them. And have made such a point too, because I feel like they both were super talented, very undervalued, where mm-hmm. I am not talented and very overvalued. <laughs> So I took them both out with me just to make my shows better. So I would take—I took them both on the road, and yeah. they would just blow my audiences away. And I would be like, "That's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. These are yeah. my favorite artists." If you like, just give them a shot, yeah. If yeah. You, and so it's been so cool to see both of them explode. Even Caitlyn with her new song with Old Dominion now. Oh yeah, and, oh, yeah. they're incredible. Um, you got—you're in at the right time with this group. I know we're mm-hmm. very, very, very lucky. We uh, are in good hands. Monuments—it—it's such—it was such an out of the box venture at first. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't so much out of the box. It was just a little ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. But now the time is catching up with it, and they're sitting there waiting at the right time. Oh, and now Walker making the right decisions. Had this huge, massive mm-hmm. hit this year, and I, I'm just so happy for him and and all the success that he's had, and um and and, and all the Monument team, and it's just been fun seeing everyone really succeed this year, and you know us getting to see the small parts of it all, and uh, now being a part of this whole team. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we gotta sometimes we take a step back and look at ourselves a year ago and say, how? I mean, we're very we worked really hard for it, so I'm not gonna undermine us at all. But mm-hmm. how did we get here? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just, just very, very fortunate because mm-hmm. I, I've always said it. Yeah, it takes hard work, talent, but it's also luck too. The right mm-hmm. person just has to hear you. And yeah, but you got to work hard to get into the lucky yes, spots. Yeah, yes, work really hard to get to the luck. <laughs> I mean, the goal is to work so hard that people are confused how you became an overnight sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, and it's to grind it out for 10, 15 years, and then all of a sudden something hits, and they're like, wow, wow, look at you. You did it overnight. Yeah. And you're like, okay, whatever you think, I'll mm-hmm. take it. But, you know, and it's such a luxury, and I'll say this to you now before you get so tired. I was talking about Walker. I, and there are seasons of my years where I live so exhausted because it took me so long to hit mm-hmm. in any way that it's, you'll start to get irritable and tired and, <laughs> and a bit resentful. But that's what you worked for, to be able to be mm-hmm. tired and exhausted doing what you love to do, what you moved across the country to right. do. So this is going to blow up for you guys. I can, I, I can see it. I don't say that to many people. Thank this you. Is, this is going to be a really big deal for you guys. I mean, you know, 2022 is going to be great. 2023 is going to be fantastic. It's going to snowball for you guys. But it's also going to get so tiring. You're going to be I mean, relationships are going to be strained. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to, but it's awesome. And when that happens to you, you just remember, we're so lucky to be this tired. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that so much. And then you'll eventually get out of it, and you'll mm-hmm. you'll be like me when you have a shoe closet, like a hundred pair of shoes, and you get to <laughs> right. and it gets great again. Yeah. Yeah. won't yes. have to live with That's me right. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but just the the one nugget to take from me here, who has been in a struggle situation for a long time, is that. It gets real. It gets so much harder than it does right now. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys feel like you've worked so hard to get here. Mm-hmm. It gets so much harder. But as you're dying, <laughs> just remember you're so lucky to be dying doing so what lucky you love. To be yes, because I can just see big things for you guys. Thank, thank you, you so much. So much. Well, thank you for that. I don't even say that to many. people. I didn't tell Shane that. I thought I was like Shane, you, you'll be done in a couple years. <laughs> I was like, guys, Shane, I see it. Yeah, your, right. your, your shine has shown. But, but we think about that so much as we worked eight years to get to this point, and we're just starting. We yeah, know we're we, just starting. We have so much. We just <laughs> signed our, our, yeah. our record deal, and that's when, you know, finally Nashville starts paying attention and you start getting all these big things, but we're just starting. Mm-hmm. You have been a pleasure to talk to. I did not expect to do an hour with you guys. Oh, oh. it's been an hour? <laughs> right, Mike? It's been pretty, pretty close. close, pretty close talk all day. <laughs> well, mostly I'm just like, hey, let's talk about some stuff. We'll see where it goes, but uh, you guys have it. I don't exactly know what it is, but that's the best thing about it. Thank you. I haven't even heard Thank you sing you. in person. I've just heard your music on, you know, you playing it on Spotify or watching you guys on Instagram. Um, or, or TikTok, but you just have it, so, and your sister, so I believe you will stay together. Yes, yes. we will. <laughs> you have to. Yes, in harmony. <laughs> you yeah. have to. So let me uh, say this. Uh, by the way, I'll play one more. Let's play Everybody's on Something. Here's uh, the track four. Everybody's on something.
I mean, that might be my favorite one on the record, it's my honestly. If, you. you know, I played it last, and I hate to always say, yeah, it's my favorite, because but I think of the songs, I think that that one of that group of five songs mm-hmm. is my favorite one. Just because we'll get them all in, Mike. Here is Known You Forever. Sometimes they gotta fight the birds of a feather. Sometimes it takes one to know one. Can't replace all the time spent together. Sometimes it's nice to have someone who will cry with you when you're crying. Call you up when you're lying. You think you know you, but they know you better. Sometimes it needs someone who's known you forever. You can follow Tiger Lily, and let me say it's spelled differently, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's Ty Girl. Yes. Illy. Ty Girl Lily. Yes. It still said Tiger Lily. <laughs> yes. But you could probably be confused easily. Ty, yeah. T I, Girl, Illy. It's even weird to say like that. That's perfect, though. Yeah. It's it's exactly how you just said it. <laughs> uh, Tiger Lily on TikTok. They're just over, uh, uh, you know, killing it everywhere. Uh, let me go over to the room. We usually go to the guys. Mike, is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap this up? I would say my one North Dakota story is when I was with you selling merch, I took a picture with somebody, and I thought it was somebody who would, like, recognize me from the show. And the reason they took a picture with me, because they had never seen a Mexican before. <gasps> oh, no! I'm <laughs> That's so true. sorry! That's I true. sadly will say there is not That's a lot true. of diversity in North Dakota, which probably not true, proud though, of that. But I'm it, so sorry. But that was, it was yeah. the nicest form of racism I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, Reed, anything you'd like to say to Tiger Lily? I don't have any racism stories. <laughs> That's great. But I think y'all are great, and I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. Uh, well, with that, we will we'll say goodbye, and I just don't don't expect this to be the last time that I see you guys. Thank you. Um, and most people, I would say one out of five people after they leave this room or the radio show, they uh, die or retire. So I feel good about you guys not Woo! doing that. I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. That's Our great. odds are great. 80%. 80%. <laughs> 80%. All right, there they are. You guys go uh, check out Tiger Lily. Uh, they're doing three more Dirk shows, and that's never going to happen again, I'm going to tell you, because they're, <laughs> they're blowing up. All right, good to talk to you guys. Thanks for having us. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Thermador at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.